0: Hi there, it's Caroline Walrad. I'm so happy to be here and thank you for joining me. Today we're going to talk about losing our sexual attraction. Many years ago, I was driving down to beautiful, beautiful Laguna Beach, California, and along this beautiful wooded road. I heard a radio, uh, amazing study on the radio, done about pheromones. Now pheromones are chemicals that are given off from the skin and we don't smell them, but we do smell them. We don't realize that at some point we're attracting other people's pheromones, and we, do, we are sensitive to them. So it's not something we register in our brain, but it's something we register in our bodies. We can't see the chemicals that are coming from our skin, but they actually create our attraction or repulsion with other living things. And we respond to other people's chemicals as well. This is why certain butterflies will do a dance with other butterflies to find the right pheromonal dance. And that pheromone is P-H-E-R, so it's a pheromone. The uh, cats will do that too, dogs, and actually humans. So humans to humans are always going, you go to a party when you're you know, 20 years old and you're, you're searching around for the one that really makes it good for you. We do smell each other and we don't even know it. This is a form of hormonal attraction. The study said that young people at puberty were attracted to each other through their pheromones only if their pheromones were more opposite of each other. Perhaps the attraction of someone who is unlike us, I'm, you know, I'm thinking that maybe it just extends the genetic pool. As we age and enter that age of perimenopause and periandropause, actually men go through a form of menopause too, our preferences do shift. And according to the study, during the age of late 40s and on, our hormones shift. Significant changes really begin to affect our circle of attraction. Our subconscious begins to search for someone more like us. And the renewed discovery of who we really are. Our spouses or significant others actually begin to aggravate us at some level. I mean, we really don't like their pheromones anymore. Quote, like, why do the significant others that we have in our life do the things they do or say the things they do? I mean, we don't like our spouses very much anymore. The divorce rates actually soar at this time. The mates look for people more appealing or shall we say, more like them. It could be the fault of the pheromones. And the question is, are we supposed to have two mates in a lifetime? I mean, the early attractions are different for us than later in life, one more like us. So in my practice, I see a lot of people at their late 40s, early 50s, and they usually have quite a few health issues. But many women come in for their hormonal imbalances. Women know because their ups and downs are so so intense. And the changes in them are definitely, uh, you you know, I mean, it's, it's something that either you're better at or you're not. Men actually go through that cycle too. And they'll come in for other reasons, not uh, for their hormones, rarely. But they do come in in a hormonal state, and they too have some of the same complaints as the women at this time. Things are not going as well as they should be for these clients. I mean, many times it is their spouses who are really aggravating them, and they really wish they could depart from them. Many still very much love their partner. It's not about love, but they say they actually have nothing in common anymore. Perhaps they always had a few commonalities when they married. But the age of discontent is pretty inescapable for almost everyone at some level. In looking further on into the timeline, you know, something magical happens. Getting past that hormonal time when the hormones start to even out, our spouses actually start to look better. I mean, sure, they have their habits, but the looking in the mirror for someone like us actually can be pretty boring, We're tired of searching for someone like ourselves. We don't even know who we are. You know what? Maybe we're a little boring in that process as well. Bored is boring. In time, the hormonal cycle becomes complete. And these hormones are calmed down. The ups and downs for a female and male cycle actually become a very steady wave. And hopefully, the steadiness is at a very healthy level. So hang in there. Perhaps consider at any time the cycle of attraction, the value of homeopathic support, psychological partner counseling, or even a more blessed consideration of time alone to reflect. It's always important to really develop our communication skills and to nourish our patience with others and ourselves. You know, the most critical time of creating a better way of eating and exercise is in our 40s and later. By the time our pheromones have gone through these attraction and distraction changes, we finish the art of raising kids. We're tired of listening to other people's words of advice. We're working too many hours and we have too much stress. So taking care of ourselves now and saying something really nice to our significant others at least once a day may make the difference between an enjoyable partnership or a tolerated one. All through our circle of attraction, the best journey may be the one that allows us to enjoy the diversity our pheromones allow us to experience. Now, please note abusive or life-threatening relationships are not considered in hanging in there. Thank you. Have a great day. God bless and say something nice to somebody. Bye-bye.